This is the Bible Quizzer Podcast. Thank you so kindly for joining us. Today, you are all lucky because I have a guest. We have none other than Farmer Dave Roberts. He's a former quizzer from McQuanago, Wisconsin. Had the privilege of watching him quiz a few years earlier. I don't think I ever quizzed against him back when I was uh, a quizzer. David reached out to me and we thought about what we could do for a solid podcast series and we've decided that we're going to do a series on kind of tips and tricks that we've learned or others have learned. I am securing another guest for a future podcast to talk about program specific goals and tips and tricks. But today, we're going to focus on solely memorizing and refining material. And to do that, I have brought on David Roberts. So without further ado, David, I think I've introduced you mostly, but why don't you say hello? And real quick, what year did you graduate? I'm just curious. Hey, Colin. Thanks for the mostly introducing introduction. Yeah, I'm very excited to be with you on the podcast today. I'm just excited to give some tips, which, I mean, I wasn't, like, the greatest memorizer in the world, so I had to find out different ways to, you know, learn the material, which is one of the reasons why, at least, I feel like maybe I could give some tips that would help people. But, yeah, I actually just graduated this past year, so I I haven't been a graduate for 10 or 20 years, so I'm pretty fresh with everything, so I sort of remember how I did it and able to tell people, hey, maybe this is how I could help you there. Yeah, I don't think we ever quizzed together. I do remember, though, when I was younger, watching your team, watching all the glory years of Bible quiz, and that's sort of what got me into Bible quiz. Yeah, that was, I just saw the competition. I saw the people memorizing God's word, and it just clicked in my mind. It's like, hey, that's what I want to do when I'm in third grade on up so that's what got me into bible quiz i actually remember the first time i ever watched colorado i think back in uh it would have been like 2012 year of john i actually our team our mcquanago team won nationals that year but i just remember watching in colorado and i thought it was the coolest thing in the world all right cool cool so first of course you're not the greatest memorizer in the world i don't think it's possible to really know who would be we're by no means saying we're the best memorizers and also david you're making me feel old because i remember quizzing against that team that won aacs and i was in the eighth grade i believe had annie and thomas and tony on that team if i'm not mistaken anyways okay so let's get right to it so the point of this podcast we're just going to give some tips tricks Based off our own experience, we're going to start at a very high level and kind of work ourselves. It'll be pretty technical, this podcast. This is more intended for quizzers, especially newer quizzers. And maybe if you're an experienced quizzer and you're listening to this, what we're about to say could help you as well. So I will start off, we'll kind of do this as an interview, I guess, sort of, and go back and forth. David, you quizzed for a few years, got a lot of verses memorized. Let's pick a random passage. We'll go with one that's this year. So let's say we're going for 1 Corinthians chapter 1. It's got 31 verses, pretty average size, I would say. How would you approach memorizing that? What would that kind of look like for you? Whether, you know, you can start with preparation beforehand or you just get in and memorize it. What would you do to memorize said chapter? And then I'll talk about what I would do. The hardest part for memorizing for me is when I'm trying to I'm thinking about starting to memorize a verse and it's like a mental state that it's just I know how much work memorizing is so half the battle of memorizing is getting to start memorizing and for me once I 
started memorizing, I would normally cruise through, I could get it done pretty fast, but it always took me a long time for the first three to five verses. It would take me probably an hour to memorize the first five. And then after that, I would start going really, really fast through the rest of the verses. So I'm looking at 1 Corinthians 1 right now, and I see the first verse is Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and Sosthenes, our brother. So what I would do there is I would, that's a shorter verse, obviously. Let's, the verse two would be a better example, but for verse one, I would read through that verse a couple times. Then I would say through that verse without looking and then check myself. And I would say through that verse like five times. And then I would move on to the next one. I would Verse 2 says, Unto the church of God which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus. I would say that part like five times and then go to the second part. Normally what I would do is I would split verses up into like two parts. Say first part five to ten times. Go to the second part, say that five to ten times. Then I would combine those two, say it like five times and move on to the next verse. Obviously once I got into the memorizing mood, I would change it for each verse. But that's basically how I would start out memorizing okay very cool so we're we're similar in some of our approach so obviously those listening can't see me we're just doing audio here but i have my bible in front of me in first corinthians one as well i will point this out before i kind of get started on this i am very grateful for translators i think it was the geneva bible that first did chapter verse divisions for me personally i am i don't know if this is how a lot of people think or if this is the normal thing, but I try to associate a lot of things with numbers and having a chapter and verse really makes it easy to reference something, not necessarily remember it specifically, but kind of have it as a storage room of sorts. This goes here, this goes there, a filing cabinet, if if that explains it any better. So for me, it all revolves around the number, if I am recalling it. So 1 Corinthians 1.1, I'm going to think, oh, well, Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ, yada, yada, yada. And that's how I kind of associate and build off of it. So having said that, here's kind of what I would do. And before I talk about specific verses, here's what I would say to new quizzers who are trying to get in. Like David said, I think it's very similar to a lot of things in life. This is a life principle. Usually starting something is one of the hardest parts, if not the hardest part. And the more you do something, the better you get at, traditionally speaking. It's like that with memorizing verses. Once you start and once you get into a groove, you make it a habit, it becomes easier and easier. And as long as you manage it well and you stay disciplined on it, honestly, you get better. And it is less of a time investment for each verse and obtaining new information. So here's what I would do. So if I was given the assignment, memorize 1 Corinthians and have it quotable. The first thing I would try to do is say, okay, what is my goal or my timeline for memorizing this? Now, typically when I quizzed, I'll just say sophomore year of high school, whenever I quizzed over Corinthians, what I would do is try to memorize a chapter a week. But before that week, I would spend a week not memorizing anything, just reading through. So if I said, ideally, you give me two weeks to memorize 1 Corinthians 1, That first week, I'm not going to memorize anything from 1 Corinthians 1. I am just going to read through it once or twice each day. And when I say read through it, I'm not breezing through it with my eyeballs. I'm saying it out loud, verse by verse. What that allows me to do is, I'm going through, I'll pull one out of here, I'm looking at my Bible, 1 Corinthians 1, 9. God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, 
Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Corinthians 1.10 Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. 1 Corinthians 1.11 For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Okay, so... I'll save everybody the sound of my voice reading through. That's what I would do for a week. Just reading through, reading through, reading through. Then the next week, so that Monday I come in, it's fresh on my mind. I've read through it. I have somewhat of the sound of the passage and the technicality, the verse number. already have kind of that association in my mind. So I know, you know, hey, that kind of sounds right. I'm just making my mind more familiar with it. So that next week I approach it and then... I'm going to try to get it. I am, you can call me lazy. Fridays, I don't really like to put on much of a workload. I want to get a head start to the weekend, so they say. So I want to take the number of verses in that chapter, memorize it all in four days. Okay, so this has 31 verses. That's somewhere between seven and eight verses a day, and I just judge it on length. So let's say I do eight verses a day, have it all by the end of Thursday. So I would try to memorize 1 Corinthians 1, 1 through 8, um, really easy. There's a lot of short verses in between there. If I'm going to memorize it, I would go through and memorize the same way David did. So me, I'm an audio learner as well as visual. I think doing both at the same time really helps you. So I'd look at it and repeat it over and over and over again. Commas, semicolons, colons are really helpful. I would memorize it a phrase at a time. And the key for me, like I said, is I always say the reference and this helps me perfect it down the stretch and I'm going to talk about perfecting it and refining it later on because while the focus on this podcast is going to be memorizing and refining apply this to a major tournament months down the road you're going to think your future self will thank you that you've done this with the reference because memorizing a finish and having the ability to pull that down in less than two seconds and say, I know where this verse is at, wham. It makes it so much easier. And even before we go further, I just want to say, what you see on quiz day is just a fraction of Bible quizzing. The best part about Bible quizzing is obviously getting the Word of God into your mind, and hopefully it makes that foot-long journey to your heart. But Bible quizzing takes place in the bedroom or the kitchen table or the living room, coffee table, wherever the quizzer memorizes and refines material that's the majority of the work in bible quizzing Uh, what you see on you know the day of a tournament that's just a fraction of what goes into it so that's kind of how i would memorize if you have any questions you can email me colin at biblequizzer.net or have a method that works better for you i think that's generally i think we're bouncing off of each other very similar ways of memorizing versus maybe structuring it a little different but David, did you have anything to add to that? If you're going in and you're trying to get new verses, we're just talking memorizing here, and then we can kind of move on to refining. But did you want to add anything to memorizing new verses? I would say maybe set goals for yourself, but don't talk too much about your goals. My sister Lydia and I would set goals for ourselves normally, like, hey, we're going to do five verses each day or ten verses each day, and then we would end up talking more about our goals and how much we would have memorized in a month or two or by the quiz meet than we would actually get memorized. And I know, I'm sure you had that problem too, but it's just funny. We would know, hey, if we talk about our goals, we're going to 
not get as much done, but it's just fun to talk about your goals. And that's just like how it is at an actual quiz tournament. You get to the quiz tournament and I mean, and you might, you won't have to pull out your Bible because hey, you have all the verses you memorized, you know, I know them each by reference, just like you were saying, it's, you won't be able to win a quiz tournament if you can't pull out each verse by reference. And also, to, to what you were saying earlier about um, reading through the material before you even got to starting memorizing the chapter, that actually reminds me of what my coach, Mrs. Bird, would make us do in elementary. Now, Mrs. Bird, if you don't know her, is like, in my opinion, either the first or second best coach in Bible quiz history. She started over 15 to 30 Bible quiz programs in her lifetime. Countless Bible quizzers have gone through the program and done very well. I mean, McQuanago has turned out a number of top-notch quizzers. Just, I think, I would say they're right up there with Heritage Mission or maybe Temple, you could say, or Athens, right up there for turning out top quizzers, as well as there's been a couple of good Florida teams back in the day. But what she would do before we would even get to memorizing is she would drill us the whole year up to quiz turns with questions from the verses. She would drill us with, let's say, she would make us memorize important quotes. She would go through important quotes with us. She would read through the chapter, explain it by story, and almost teach it to us in class. And... Outside of class as well, we would do our own work and we would also come outside of class in our own time for meetings. So it does take dedication by each individual to get it down really good. But by the time we even got to memorizing, like we almost knew the chapter before then. I mean, back in elementary, I, would har- I wouldn't memorize that much, but I already knew the verses because Mrs. Bird had drilled them so much into us. And we had just read over the chapter so many times at home and different stuff that it sort of... Just like you, Colin, like memorizing before you even read, going through questions actually helps you so much in memorizing. And you're right about referencing too. I mean, the key to getting, doing good, as I might've said earlier, actually, <laughs> is referencing the verses. When, once you get it memorized, well, I guess we're actually supposed to be talking about refining it. So you can take it from there. Yeah, no, I appreciate your comment. I, I do want to touch on one thing you said the beginning there though as far as goals this is a life principle as well i would say make your goals quantifiable have a number you can shoot for and as i mentioned earlier a date to achieve them make it kind of measurable i would say have someone you can be accountable with to just kind of keep on track but as a general rule of thumb i would say yeah don't don't be unrealistic in your goals if you're a new quizzer you're probably not going to be able normally depending on your age to memorize a whole book or a whole mass of material in your first season and i don't think anybody really expects that set a personal goal what's realistic i like the general george Patton quote if a man does his best what else is there if you do your best that's your best do your best that's all i can say but set goals that are reasonable set goals that you can track and keep keep moving towards that you can chug away at don't make it something that is just ridiculous, unreasonable, memorize, you know, a hundred verses in two days or something. Okay, that's that's crazy. And I would say to benefit you and to benefit your team, your team would thank you for this too. And David, if you disagree with what I'm about to say, please let me know. Here's what I'm going to say. It is better to have two verses absolutely perfect than it is to have 20 that you can halfway quote. 
I think when you are memorizing verses, especially for Bible quizzing, quality trumps quantity all the time. If some quizzer comes to me and they say, oh, I know this, this, and this chapter, but they can't hardly quote it, they can't answer questions out of it. We'll talk about keywords later on, but the keywords, you know, they're not all there. I'm gonna assume, okay, I don't think you really know this that well. And some quizzers, I think it's just a lack of time investment, honestly, and then other quizzers, I'm thinking, well, you might think you know it because you can memorize it and piece it together, but when I say know it, know it, I mean you can fly through it, no problem. Word perfect, but David, what do you say? Quality, quantity. What's what's your take on that? And knowing it well, Colin, I would absolutely agree with you. Quality any day over quantity. I can think of several personal examples from my quiz career. You probably could think of some from your quiz career too. But I'm thinking of a quizzer right now who would memorize. He would get the whole book done in two months. He was just really smart is really smart and he would normally end up just, he would have it down, he could jump fast, get questions, but in the big moments, his brain would fry. And you don't know, it's absolutely, when you get to the top three at a turn, even top six, and like, it's the top six best teams left. Let's say you're going against Hannah Lynn and Falls A and Ridge you sitting right across from your old pass and you're up there, your brain is going to mentally fry. And you have to know your material so well that in spite of that brain fry, you somehow think of it. And if you memorize for a quantity, which it might sound good in the long run, but I would, I would rather have a quizzer on my team who knew four chapters, perfect, word perfect, could quote any of them, than someone who knew the whole book of 1 Corinthians, okay. And I would absolutely agree with you that quality over quantity. And if as a quizzer, you can ruin it for your team if you don't know it very well, it's irritating to the team members that have worked really hard studying. So I would say just follow what we've been talking about. And if you have any questions, email email the expert colon at colon at babblequizzer.net. He would be glad to help you out with what we've been talking about today, maybe give you a few personal tips if you don't know, hey, like I have a problem this way that I don't know if anyone else has, just shoot him an email. I'm sure he would be glad to help you out there and take it away from there, Colin. So true statement, I would be happy to help. False statement, I'm not an expert, don't claim to be at all. That is bad advice from David, so watch that. Yeah, I agree with what he's saying again, and he made a good point. And we're not gonna talk about, you know, a tournament as far as you know being able to pull information i think that's a different conversation for a different time but come tournament day yeah you can hurt your team if you are going off of jumping on something and you don't really know it but you say you do well that's eventually going to show and like i said where the majority of bible quizzing happens is where the um the memorizing and the refining takes place so really knowing it is the key and the big big time investment and that's ultimately what it is it's an investment of time that's going to segue into refining materials we'll just kind of start this conversation here little subset in our hypothetical situation we were asked to memorize first corinthians chapter one so now let's say we've memorized first corinthians chapter one we can quote through it verse by verse you know verse one verse two verse three we can do it in order, or we could hypothetically hand our Bibles to a teammate or a parent or 
Bible quiz coach or someone at our church or whomever and quote through it. But as we all know, when we're answering questions, rarely do they come in order and we don't ever really see those coming in order in practice or wherever. It's going to be pulling random verses. Rarely will you get verse 1, verse 2, verse 3. Looking back, how would you work to we'll use the words, it's over, perfect and refine We'll just use those in this conversation interchangeably. But how would you perfect material after you've memorized it? Just give me specifics. What would you do? Yeah, we would be if we we would be going astray if we talked about memorizing without what I call or my coach would call or many people I know would call referencing. For those of you who new, new quizzers, you are sort of learning the ropes of Bible quiz. Referencing is the most important part. I mean, obviously you have to have it memorized, but referencing is the most important part after memorizing it. And referencing basically means, yeah, as Colin would say, you can pull out each verse and just pull it randomly out in your mind from different chapters, from different, not even like just one chapter. Yes, you need to know all the verses from one chapter when you're within that chapter. But all the questions are not going to be from one chapter in a quiz. So you have to know all your chapters where you can just go from different chapter to different chapter and pull out random verses. And how I would do it is obviously you do single chapters at a time. But you can also learn it by mixing up the chapters that you have memorized. But for a single chapter, normally I would start out where I could say verses 1 through for First Corinthians 1, for example, 1 through 31 straight through. And then I would say 31 through 1 backwards. Then what I would do is I would start at 1, say every other up to 31. So 1, 3, 5, all the odds. Then I would go back to the evens, go 2, 4, 6, 8, all the way up to 30. And then I would normally go backwards on the odds and evens. I know you're going to get lost in the ins and outs there, but that's usually how I would do it. And then once I had like one and two or when it, once I had one, more than one chapter down, I would do the same thing with different chapters. I would actually, normally I would get the help of my dad, my mom, someone else that could catch the mistakes on any mix-ups. They would ask whatever chapters that I knew and they would just switch it up and they would be checking to make sure I got everything perfectly. So that way I could practice switching in between chapters in my mind. The biggest challenge for me once I had it all referenced or memorized was switching in between the different chapters. My brain would just completely forget of the main thought. And one thing that helped me with that was just thinking hey, in the, my mind, hey, this chapter, 1 Corinthians 1, is Paul giving his introduction, talking about maybe the main verse. I would think of that main verse as what stood for the whole chapter 1. And I would have that main idea for chapter 2 and main idea for chapter 3. And sometimes I would go in between each different chapter, like chapters 1, 2, and 3. And I would just say the main ideas quickly or an outline for each one, which would help me in my mind because I wasn't a very good... I'm not, I don't consider myself a good memorizer, obviously. As Colin has said, me and him both don't. And I would go in between those different chapters with the different outlines and... It really helped me learn how to switch between the chapters. Very cool, very cool. So we're actually pretty similar. I like a lot of what he said. I think 
Again, a lot of it revolves around the reference. Before I kind of talk about what I would do to refine, I do want to give a plug here to some tools that I probably should have talked about at the beginning of this podcast, and I will recommend these very strongly. So the first is the Bible Quiz Notebook, and that's produced by Bible Quiz Shop, and Keith Smith is the contact there. I think you can search that on uh, Bible Quiz Shop. Um, I believe it's BibleQuizShop.com or .org. The information should be on the website. I can check that. A Bible quiz notebook is going to be a whole lot easier than the Bible to memorize out of for multiple reasons. Typically, it's going to highlight um, the beginning of the verse when it becomes unique from all other verses in the material that year. So that makes it really friendly for those trying to figure out finish the verse questions. It also is going to, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, it's going to underline keywords. A keyword, for those of you who don't know, it's a word that's going to be used only once or only twice in the entire material. Unfortunately, I don't have mine handy from Corinthians. It's in storage somewhere from nine years ago. Otherwise, uh, I would give an example. However, these Bible quiz notebooks are going to really be a benefit to you. I know there's one that comes spiral bound that's pretty normal size, like you're carrying a Bible, only it's going to be a little bit smaller. And then they also make a cheaper one, or did for most of the years that I did it, where it was pocket size. You could carry it with you, just a smaller version. I would highly recommend a Bible quiz notebook. A second thing I would recommend, produced by the same Bible quiz shop, and you can search this on the App Store or Google Play. But anyway, it's available on both, and I can verify that, both the App Store and the Google Play Store. You can find it Bible Quiz Shop, and it's going to be uh, the Study Pro app. Uh, you just want to download that app, and then I believe it's going to be $9.99 or 10 bucks. You can get the one that is called AACS Bible Quizzing. It'll be the KJV, and that's the one you can download. That's going to be a huge asset for so many reasons. So first, I'll just say this. This is a method that I used to use when I did quiz, and that's 3 by 5 quiz cards. And what I would do with those, it was a 3 by 5 card. On one side, it had the reference. And you flipped it over, and it had the reference and the entire verse. So you would look at the reference, say it out loud, quote the verse, and then look at it to see if you were right or wrong. And you that was a way to scramble up the verses and just memorize. I say memorize. You already had the verses memorized, but it's memorizing not in order. So scrambling or what I guess you would call referencing. I, I personally haven't used that term before. It's a lot of work doing it, and this is where it's going to be really frustrating and say, ah, oh, I kept getting this uh, wrong. But this is really important. Don't count yourself right if it's not truly right. Because if you're counting yourself right and that's how you're keeping it stored in your head, you're going to misquote it come quiz day. And you don't want to do that because, you trust me, you want to memorize it correctly and perfect it correctly. So that's kind of what I kept going for. The app allows you to have cards. It calls it cards on there, flashcards. And it will let you do that over the verses or the once or twice used keywords. Now, I would say um, keywords don't work on keywords until you've got the verses absolutely perfect, quotable with cards first. And then we look at keywords, and that can help you with partial reference questions, keyword quotes, anything relating to keywords. But again, I can't stress this enough. Please don't go for keywords until you've got the verses down. You're just going to rack up errors, and keywords really don't matter as much as getting the verses themselves. They, they just don't, and I think David would agree with me on that. So... 
taken the long way around the barn. So here's how I would kind of perfect the material. So let's say I've just memorized 1 Corinthians 1. The next thing I'm going to do is spend a lot of time quoting it, maybe quote it to a parent, another quizzer, whomever, scrambling it up. Then on my own time, I am going to do cards. That's what I did over and over and over again. That was how I perfected it. And I would use, at the time, a tablet or now a phone and use that app. That app is easily the best $10 investment you'll ever make in Bible quizzing. It's priceless. You can read through the material on the app. You can use those cards, like I said. Keywords even, like I mentioned earlier. So I would work really, really hard on the cards and make sure that I had those absolutely perfected. After I had them perfected, I would try to time myself and go through them. And you can scramble it up over wide ranges. Again, I wish I kind of had it in front of me and I could kind of demonstrate walking through it. But if you're a new quizzer and or a quizzer who's been in for a few seasons, if you don't have that app, I would say you are really missing out on a very, very helpful piece of technology to help you refine and perfect material. See about getting that. I couldn't recommend it enough. It helped me. I know several other quizzers who had helped. And giving kind of a personal testimony, I guess, on that one. I used to have the app, and I didn't know a lot of the things it was capable of, so I didn't use it much. And it wasn't until the PQA tournament one year, during a lunch break, we went to Chick-fil-A, and Dalton Croy and Calvin Pettyjohn from Athens were using the app to quiz each other over verses and over keywords, and I saw them doing that, and I was like, wait, okay. And I started using the app more often, and it really changed my game and how I was able to really have verses a lot better and ultimately, I think, become a better quizzer because of it. So that's kind of how I would refine material. And as I memorized and added more material, I would just make sure that I wouldn't move on too far into new material until I had the old perfected. And each day, I would incorporate a level of review. Maybe, you know, let's say you get to the end of the year and First Corinthians and Second Corinthians combined have 29 chapters. And let's say you've just memorized it all. I would say over the four days, let's say eight chapters a day. And those eight chapters in that day, you would read through those eight chapters, maybe out loud, maybe quietly at that point. And then I would do cards over those eight chapters and make sure I had them down. And then I would do keywords over those eight chapters. Okay, so I do that Monday through Thursday. And then Friday, what I would typically do is I wouldn't do cards or keywords. I would just read through the whole thing, and that was my way of kind of easing into the weekend and even reading some more and then start over. The more you do it, and the more you do it, and the more you do it, and the more you do it, especially if you're like me and it's a repetition thing, the easier it gets and the better you'll have it and the more familiar you will come with it. And I would just say this, you might not have this as an intention starting off, but it is really life-changing to have the word of God saturated in your mind and going through it. And that's that's something that I don't think a podcast, I could even begin to explain how valuable and important that is. And throughout scripture, it talks about the importance of having the Bible itself on your mind and in your head and affecting you. And that part of it, I think, throughout the process of memorizing and perfecting and adding more material, it really does, if you allow it to, big if there, if you allow it to, it really will change you and affect, a, it should affect a lot of your decisions and draw you closer to the Lord. That's, like I said, that's kind of how I would do it. We've talked a lot about memorizing and refining. I know that's 
a real rough overview, but for me, I would just give the plugs to the to the helps that I mentioned with the Bible Quiz Notebook and the um, Study Pro app, both provided by Bible Quiz Shop. I will try to provide links to those, and I um, I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, David, did you have any other parting comments, questions, concerns, emotional outbursts? I appreciate you joining us today. If you want to say last parting words. Of course, I have some final words, Colin, for this podcast. Since it's the last segment, I guess I can make it a little lighter than the rest of the podcast. And do you think I'm going to get over emotional, Colin? I am as stable as you. I have. I never get over emotional. I'm so glad that I can be with you on this podcast today. And I just want to say that I am looking forward to this upcoming quiz season. I am hoping to see you all at our tournament at our church in November. I believe it is, normally it's two weeks before Thanksgiving. Um, so put that down on your calendar. It's a Friday and a Saturday. I'm going to be at the January tournament at Falls, and I am hoping to be at the February, uh, the Colorado Invitational in February. For teams out there, that should be marked on every team's calendar. That is a must-attend, and I hope to see a lot of teams out there. I'm looking forward to this fun upcoming quiz season, and I would like to say... See you later. All right, thanks again, David, for joining us. Again, I would recommend going to as many tournaments as you can. If you haven't started on the material yet and you're listening to this, it's not too late. Go ahead and get started. Any way that I or David can help you, let us know. Thanks again for listening to the Bible Quizzer podcast. See you.